What's up, guys? So today's going to be a little bit different. I've been, you know, setting up for the last 30 minutes because Jeremy decided to be a piece of shit and leave me and Nick all by ourselves to do this one. <laughs> and, yeah, what a fucking asshole, dude. Spending right? time with friends and family and shit. Who does that? Right? He d- who takes vacations? Not us. No, for sure not. But, so it's just going to be me and Nick today. So, uh, get to hear the soothing voices of arguments about cars, most likely. Because that's what me and Nick always seem to come to. I don't know if it's going to be as much arguing. Well, maybe there's probably going to be arguing, honestly. Oh, there's going to be arguing, Nick. Because I feel like we're going to agree on a lot of shit, though. No, we definitely will. But there will still be, there's still definitely be areas that we come up and both say, no, fuck you, you're wrong. Did you say what episode this is? Oh, fuck, what episode is this? I think 14, right? Is it? Well, let me fucking look. I think it's 14. That sounds about right. But uh, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited about this Oh, no, episode. this is episode 15. Damn, 15 special episode, just the two of us. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, well, let's get into this. Uh, right before we started recording, I told Nick that I was cracking into a nice ice-cold nitro Pepsi. And Indeed. And he, I've never tried. I haven't tried them yet. He hasn't tried them. He never heard of them. They're fairly new. Mm. And they're kind of bad. So it's Pepsi. But I was going to say, what's what's like, what's like bad about it? Because <laughs> you say kind of bad, so I, I'm, at, like, I'm imagining it's drinkable, but I'm... Well, so it's it's really smooth because of the nitrogen. But oh, nitrogen... Oh, so it's got, Okay. Yeah, it's nitrogen infused instead of carbonated. Gotcha. And so... Right, I should have assumed. <laughs> yeah, right. So if you've ever had like a nitro uh like a nitro infused beer or a nitro infused I've had nitro cold brew yeah that's probably the biggest one that everybody's had is like a nitro cold brew so it creates a bunch of like little tiny bubbles and for something like that that you're not assuming is gonna be bubbly and carbonated it's pretty good like i fucking love nitro cold brew because that shit's smooth as fuck Thanks, um, actually, dude. And, dude, cold brew hits different. Oh, cold brew hella be hitting different. But yeah. Nitro Pepsi, Pepsi, you you know, kind of synonymous. It's a cola. It's fizzy. It's bubbly. Mm-hmm. Nitro Pepsi is like Pepsi, but flat, but with foam. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's, that's why I said it's kind of bad. Like, it's it tastes good, but it's just different so it's just kind of weird <laughs> like i don't know anytime i think of a soda i always think carbonated so sorry i'm burping daring not to be obnoxious on the mic um every time i've tried or any soda i drink normally jesus if i can think um slow what? start that, that's just uh, kind is, of innate to soda, though, right? Right. Like, can you like what that's I'm what, what I'm trying to get to? Right. What I'm trying to get to though is, can you consider Pepsi, Nitro Pepsi a soda? 
right? Because it's not carbonated, right? Isn't like, do, does it have to be carbonated to be a soda? I think so, but it doesn't say soda anywhere on the can. It says right. So draft, is is it says draft cola. So I guess cola well, is a flavoring. Oh, okay. So it's so it's not saying it's not calling itself a soda. It's technically calling itself a cola. Yeah, but just Pepsi in general, you assume oh, it's a soda. It's going to be carbonated, but it's not. Yeah. So it's just kind of like drinking flat Pepsi, <laughs> but it's really smooth. <laughs> That's kind of weird. I don't know how I feel about that. It's not something I drink every day, but they're in the fridge, so I was like, fuck it, I'll drink one. So it just tastes like regular Pepsi, except not carbonated and just really smooth with some foam. Yeah, it's a little bit yeah. sweeter just because of the nitro. Because carb. So when you carbonate something, the CO2 reacts with it and it's a little bit bitter. Mm-hmm. But nitrogen doesn't react with it in the same way, so it makes it a little bit sweeter. Oh, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I got I I bought a case of the vanilla one and the regular one. I mean, Have both... you tried the vanilla one? Uh, that's the one I'm drinking right now. Oh, okay. So it's like Pepsi vanilla, I assume. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's pretty what I expected. Yeah. It's kind of sick, though. I mean, I don't know. I'm all for new shit, but like. Whenever you stray too far from the norm, <clears throat> Bethesda, um, you know, it kind of be a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those... It's interesting. Right. No, so, I get it. And, and but it's, it's like, something different. Right, if you're going to do something different, though, I mean, at least make sure it's, like, fucking dank. You oh, know? yeah. But it, it's... It, it, it's... I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that fucking love it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some people who fucking get down with that shit. Yeah. And I don't, don't get me wrong. I don't hate it. It's just different. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like you say, it kind of sucks, but mainly for you. Yeah. Just because, I mean, I like Pepsi, so. I'm not a Pepsi guy. Yeah. I'm Dr. Pepper through and through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so here's here's the real question though: Pepsi or Coke? Uh, I I really, to be completely honest, I don't have very much of a preference because I mean, like I say, I like Dr Pepper, so I usually don't drink Coke or Pepsi. But if I'm gonna choose, I'm gonna drink um, Pepsi, primarily because that's what my dad always drank. So like. If I'm going to have to choose, I'm going to choose Pepsi just because I, I do think, like, subconsciously I like it better just because uh, that's what we always had at the house. I get that. I get that. You know? And we usually had Coke at the house growing up, but I honestly kind of prefer Pepsi. I don't have a good reason why, but I do, so <laughs> there's that. Hell yeah, dude! Well, let's let's start. Let's try talking about cars for a bit because I'm kind of curious. I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this one, but I have a, just a quick question. Uh, what's your favorite car brand? 
favorite car brand? I'm sure we've talked about this. Yeah, yeah, your favorite car brand. I'm sure we've talked about it, but I am curious. Overall, no, no, like specifics on domestic or whatever, because they're so. I mean, it's so readily available. Yeah. In general. Ah, uh, fuck. I mean, that's a that it, that's innately a hard question because I have a lot of cars that I really like. Right, but like and, brand overall, you know. God, that how oh. I I don't know actually because like Our, there there's a lot of brands that like I like one specific car from them a lot, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I like all of their cars. No, I definitely feel that. Um. And I don't. That's why it makes. That's why it's such a good question. You know, it's like because everybody has that right. Like, are you like a like one car from a company a lot, but you don't like the actual like company that much? They're most of their cars. Yeah, I mean, if I had to give like an absolute favorite that would hit all of their cars, I would probably have to say, uh, like. Koenigsegg just because all of their cars are a work of art or Pagani right and I'm not talking you know prices there's no limit on price I'm just you know whatever your favorite is essentially so I mean if I'm going like entire brand that I like every single one of their cars that have ever been made it would have to be probably uh, probably Pagani just because all of their cars are a work of art and they right like it's they haven't made an innately bad car because they're you know multi-million dollar cars right and i kind of feel like i I understand that one mainly because like the craftsmanship that goes into them yeah mad mad respect to the those designers i would probably have to say my favorite is man it's kind of a thinker because like Instinctively, I want to say Toyota, right? Just because yeah. fucking Toyota. But, um, I don't know. I mean, probably uh, Honda, actually. Really? Would be my favorite car brand. Yeah. Huh. Because, mm-hmm. dude, the fucking motors they produce are insane. Uh- or just being production engines, you know, like like average everyday like economy cars. Oh yeah. And their manuals are all are all like linkages, no not cabled or anything, right? It's all like physical linkages. Um so there's no stretching and sloppiness that comes from them except for bushings and shit, but that's normal. Um and just the pure durability and just efficiency of their motors, it's really impressive, I think. Because their K series is great, their J series is great, which the J series is their V6 that they mm. put in like the Odysseys and shit. Um, everybody knows K20 and K24. Whoever who, who actually like knows cars or is, has any kind of information on Honda B series are great. I mean, they just have so many great small engines yeah. that you can put into literally anything. So if you wanted to make like just a track cart. I think a Honda motor is probably the best bet just because of low weight, high, high output, and high efficiency. I mean, and you can you, beat the ever living shit out of them. Yeah, I mean, you can just beat the dog out of them, and they just keep on going and making ridiculous power at high efficiency. And 
the aftermarket support for those for Honda motors is really intense. I mean, and it's so easy to take uh, any like Civic and make it all-wheel drive just because most of the parts are interchangeable between most of their cars. Yeah. So it's it's just really impressive to me the 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 possibilities there are, there is with like Hondas. Yeah. I, I can and give... the price, dude. The price tag is sweet. It's yeah. most of it's like super cheap until you start getting to like the, you know, super high end like billet fucking pistons and shit. Yeah, and, and I can I can give mad props to that because that's they're still designing cars as tools. Right, and just they're to not... get into like, go ahead. They're they're not designing them to be expendable like most other companies have been for a while. And I mean, I'm saying, dude, Toyota and Honda are probably the best bang for your buck car in the world. Oh yeah, well, shit. honestly, just the sheer number of like 2000 or like late 90s, early 2000s Toyota Camrys that are still driving around with oh, you know, dude, in... four, five, six hundred thousand miles on them. And you see all kinds of them, too. I mean, you see pristine ones, and you see ones that are just fucking shit boxes. But still out there, still cruising, not still blowing any blue smoke, not doing anything crazy. Yeah. It's it's so funny to me, because I'll look on Marketplace, and I'll look up, like, Hondas, and because uh, I really want an EK hatch, like uh, the Boosted Boys have, their red one. Because mm-hmm. um, I think that's probably, that's probably my favorite Civic. Because it's still like it's because the one I think I think it's the generation after that after the UK where it started to get kind of like the more modern looking Honda, which I'm not a huge fan of. I think they're too like angular. I like the smooth like yeah. rounded too or the like impressive. boxy Hondas, dude. The fucking EG I think hatches I think is what it is. Those are fucking sweet too, but they're so old now. Yeah, I, you know, I don't really have the time. Um, I'll have the energy. To, that's kind of the thing, right? Like, I, I I probably have the time and energy. It's just like I I work a normal job and have you know the podcast that we do as well as D and D, and then I have tons of friends up here that always want to hang out. So it's it's you know it's kind of like I don't want to take on a project like that because I don't really want to sacrifice the time I spend with my buddies and yeah, you don't want to give like up something just to take care of a car. Right, exactly. But an EK hatch is, like, still new enough that it really wouldn't, you know, it would need work, of course, because of the price I would want to buy it at, but... Yeah. I think those are the cleanest, slick and, slickest-looking Hondas. But every time I go on Marketplace and look up, uh, like, really cheap, like, sub-$2,000 or sub-$3,000, like, Hondas and Toyotas, dude, I'm surprised at how many people have, like blown up the motors in those things really like the amount of the amount of yeah dude like like it's like every like one out of like maybe 10 is like has a has a bad motor or bad transmission i'm like you must have just like not done any maintenance (laughs) just absolutely nothing to that car for most of its life yeah, like, what's an oil change? What's getting this transmission serviced? Like, you know, and that's, li- like, you don't even have to get the transmission serviced in most of the time. It's good to, but you, I mean, honestly, just getting the oil changed and making sure all the filters are good. I mean, that's yeah. the bare minimum that you 
should do with every car, and that's all you usually have to do with a Toyota or Honda, and they'll just last for fucking ever. Especially yeah. the four-cylinders. The four-cylinders are ridiculous in both cars. Oh, yeah. Only thing I will say about Honda is their automatics do have some problems from time to time. It's certain, like, year ranges, like, two or three years will have uh, recalls on their transmission. Yeah, but really, name me any automatic transmission that doesn't have just some innate problem. And that's just Toyota. the nature of... The the six speeds they put in behind the, like, old, like the 20, I think, I want to say 2014 and down, because now they all have eight speeds. Mm-hmm. They all have eight-speed ASINs, but the actual, like, factory Toyota six speeds, or Lexus six speeds they used to put in those cars, oh my god, they were so good. Such good transmissions. Yeah. Like, I don't, I can already tell my mom's uh, Lexus, the eight-speed in it is kind of, it's not... Nothing is wrong with it, but I can tell it's starting to feel like a hundred thousand mile car. You yeah. know, like it's it's still really nice because it is a Lexus, so and they do really make have sure that many miles already. Yeah, it's mainly because it was getting driven so much whenever my mom had it, and then I drove it a bunch because uh, the Golf was out of commission. So because I, I was trying to sell it without putting a ton of miles on it, it has like a hundred and thirteen on it now. Oh wow. It's a 2016, though, and usually those cars, I see them for sale around 130. Like, most most Lexuses get sold around 130,000. Yeah. So, it's it's not like it's a, you know, and I mean, it's a Lexus, so it still has plenty of life in it. I'm not worried about anything on that car. Um, but I will say, <clears throat> one thing a lot of people don't realize is like, and I think is is kind of crazy to me and uh, an eye-opener is that the price tag of a luxury vehicle is not just the msrp right nope. so like you can get one put a down payment on it and be able to p- make the payments but you have to consider maintenance oh yeah like the the just the rotors and pads front and rear for that car for the rc 350 2016 it's an f-sport it has the brake rotors that are two-piece yeah. they're like 14 and a half inch diameter they're big old they're pretty brakes. they're pretty fucking huge and some they work oh they yeah. work really great but for front and rear pads and rotors just parts it's 1600 dollars from lexus god dang yeah so that's what i'm saying like a lot of people don't take that into consideration whenever they're buying because you see a lot of people buying cars for clout right like you want to oh, yeah. you want to be the guy who drives a mercedes or a fucking bmw or any kind of high-end luxury car right which is awesome cool for you but mm-hmm. i would say if there's like any luxury car brand to buy is lexus like oh, if yeah. you're going to well, because it's the sheer reliability of it. Like Exactly, right? Like, parts are still going to be expensive because it's a luxury car, just like any other luxury brand. But you won't have to put nearly as much into it just because of how... The, how they, the parts are expensive, but they break down less often. Well, it's not even, like, breaking down, right? Like, well, they yeah, like, wearing? Just, yeah. Like... Just like the com, the how complex and shit. Like, if there's any advice I could give anybody, is never buy a German car <laughs> ever. I know you have your Jetta, but you don't do anything to it. You drive it like a normal person. You know, it 
it's it's like a, a utility vehicle, right? Yeah, like yeah, it's, it's not sheer. Just get me here and there. It's not right. And of good, it, it's not a oh, I'm gonna mod the fuck out of this and do this and that. It's like I well, bought it to just drive, and that's it. And it's not a forever car, I assume. No, absolutely not. Right, right. So it's like if if there's like a Honda or a Toyota is obviously going to be a better choice for like a daily for somebody who plans to keep their car for like ever if they want to. Yeah. For sure. And yeah. plus, I have one question for you. Is your headliner sagging yet? No. Check around your A pillars. Right near the wind, uh, the sun visors. Check around there because that's where mine started sagging, and it was only four years old. Hmm. Mine's seven years old at this point, and I haven't noticed any sort of sagging. Dude, the headliner in Noah's CC is like straight up like falling down. Really? Yeah, and it's a 2014 as well. What the fuck do y'all do to y'all's cars? Nothing. I, I don't like understand. nothing. Weird. I, I, it's... well, so they, so here's the thing about that though, is because they did their whole facelift in 2015. Right. Well, so the also 20, the 2014 bodies are different than the 2015 bodies and they went the... and changed a bunch of the interior on the 15s. Also, just to throw in another little tidbit of information, the 20, like the Mark six, Jetta and Golf in that like year range mm-hmm. was Volkswagen's first attempt at mass production as well. Really? Yeah, so that's probably why so many like the GTIs and shit from that era would blow up a lot and like the because they have timing chain tensioner issues <laughs> and they're yeah. interference motors, right? Like and the four cylinder turbos are probably the most notorious for it. And I think I I would be willing to say that the Volkswagen four-cylinder, the two liters, and the 1.8s, and just Volkswagen engines in general, are better than Hondas as far as making power and being efficient. Well, maybe so, not being efficient because they don't get as good a gas mileage. So, but here's here's my golden boy reason why I feel like my car has given me zero issues is because I have a unicorn. That's a naturally aspirated two liter, isn't it's it? It's a it's a two liter NA. Yeah. When most of the ones of that year were two liter turbos. Right, because you just bought. It's like a base model with like a convenience package, isn't it? Uh, oh, it's base got model like with the, the media package. Ah, uh, so it had like the sound and like speakers and shit, right? Like the head, like the nice head head unit. The, and the shit. nicer, yeah. But. It's, it's so that's probably your saving grace. Is it's fucking NA. The yeah, turbo car. A... Volkswagen's turbo car is just kind of ass. Yeah. So it's, you know, seven years old now. It's got a hundred. No. Yeah. A hundred and three thousand miles. Oh, so you're still you're still pretty fresh into it. I mean, a hundred thousand miles to me is nothing. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's really it's still I mean, for a 2015, it's low mileage. Yeah. Just of course, actually, yeah. The nature of how people drive cars, especially in Texas, but mm-hmm. I don't go on many trips or anything like that, so it has just been just stayed fairly low mileage. I put like you know, like fifteen thousand miles a year, maybe. Not even that, because I've had it for. 
three. No, yeah, it's about that. Because I've had it almost four years, and I've put almost 40,000 on it. Oh, okay. So, but I, I, I believe that that's my saving grace in that car is it's the two-liter motor, which have stood the test of time as being, like, good motors, but it's in A, so it doesn't have all the problems of the turbo motor. <laughs> well, and that was my thing with the Golf. Like, the the engine in it was the 2.5-liter uh, five-cylinder, mm-hmm. and it was fucking great. It had great power. Um, I mean, the reliability on the motor was fantastic, but all of the accessories on it, like the filter housing, or the oil filter housing, the... Um, transmission like uh, everything attached to it sucked like it was kind of cheapy like because you had to torque down the oil filter housing like to exact torque specs and i didn't and i cracked mine well because i didn't i don't think i had a torque wrench at that time but it's kind of one of those things right it's a plastic oil filter housing yeah that's so stupid (laughs) i went online to buy a replacement right and i'm pretty sure i've told this story before of course but it, the factory replacement plastic one was $130 whenever the billeted aluminum one I replaced it with was 80 Yeah. Like, that's kind of my issue with Volkswagen is, like, they're, it just, they're unnecessarily, like, the parts for them are unnecessarily expensive. Yeah. And just because I think they're German. You know, you have to ship it and everything overseas. Yeah. That's why I'd say, you know, if you're going to get a domestic, get a truck. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's... Trucks are pretty sick. That's the sheer, like, the reason that I've done absolutely nothing to that car. Like, I've got its oil changed, and I check the tires, and I check the brakes. But, shit, I haven't even had to put a set of brakes on it yet. Because I don't drive it like a fucking idiot. Well, also, I mean, mine, on my Golf, they lasted to about, uh, I think, I don't think I ever did the brakes on it. The Volkswagen, I will say that, their brake rotors and pads last a while. Yeah. Like, they last a really good while, surprisingly. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's one of those things, I'll keep that car till it fucking... Croaks. Croaks. Just because yeah. that car... I mean, you might as well. That car cost me, like, a hundred bucks a month to run. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Because it's paid off. It's insurance on it is cheap because it's a volkswagen it's not Mm -hmm. anything super expensive super crazy fast so full coverage i think i'm paying like 74 bucks a month 68 bucks a month something like that and oh yeah it feels cheap because i get 30 city 34 highway yeah and that's amazing i think i get eight to (laughs) ten Yeah, but you also drive a three-quarter ton pickup. <laughs> yeah, with a 8.1 liter big block. So, yeah. of course, I'm going to get terrible fucking gas mileage. But I was thinking once I pay it off, yeah, I'm going to seriously look into getting like a Civic, like an EK hatch or something. Yeah, something easy to maintain. Or, well, yeah, easy to maintain, cheap on the pocketbook. Well, I I kind of want it so I can daily it, turbo yeah. it. And, like, if it breaks, whatever, I have the truck, you know? Like, I want to make it, like, a, a fat, like, the, the street car, essentially, where it handles well. It makes, like, maybe three to 400 horse, 
and I'll get the experience of being able to turbo something that wasn't actually aspirated, like, on my own kind of thing. Like, I want to learn that. Ah, shit. Just do it to the pig. Fuck. I mean, I've seen one handle 13 PSI. Uh Uh-huh. Dude, could you imagine fucking turbo big block? Good lord. turbo 8.1 liter. (laughs) Woo! You talk about some fun, dude. Holy shit. For sure. None of the handling, blast. all of the horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> the way Americans like it. <laughs> yes, sir. Breaking oh. the tires loose all day. Okay, so I, I'll, I will bring up a fun point with that. What the fuck is up with American muscle cars and handling like dog shit? So I don't know I... if you've ever seen somebody track like a stock Mustang or a stock Camaro or a stock Challenger. Yes, I have. Versus like what what would be like a, comp- a Civic, literally like a Civic. Yeah. Yeah, or or even something more so we'll go we'll even go like a Hellcat. So 707 horse supposed to be really fast, right? Compare it to something around the same price range, a BMW M2. Oh no, dude, we're talking like fucking eighty thousand dollars, if not more, right? Like a Hellcat's pretty expensive, aren't they? Yeah, but that's about what an M2 costs. Is it really? God, yeah. I I am not down with that. M2s are cool, but like they're kind of little but, piddly cars. But just the like. The if you've ever watched them around a track, oh dude, yeah, the they're B- great around a track, right? But the, like the BMW makes three hundred less horsepower than that Hellcat, but around a track that say runs a four minute lap time average, right? The Hellcat's going to run a four thirty, the BMW is going to run a three thirty. Yeah, well, it might not be, like, that drastic, but yeah, it may right. be. It it could be, of course, because, you know, fucking Hellcats are fat. They're but, fat. They don't turn. I mean, there have been, though, Ameri- like, domestic manufacturers have tried the, like, sporty, well-handling car. I mean, look at a Pontiac Fiero, for instance. Yeah. It's just, why would you buy a shitty American version whenever you can buy the really good European or Japanese version, right? Like, that's kind of... I think that's the problem. Yeah. There's better alternatives. Yeah. But it's also... And it's... That's just been, like, American car culture for the longest time, right? That's why a muscle car is a muscle car. Because... Yeah. That's what time said time and people have said oh those are really cool well i I mean a big reason for why the domestic manufacturers started doing like smaller engines and you know better handling and more comfortable and you know just everything like that is because they were losing out to all of the you know uh foreign manufacturers japanese and european uh, alternative yeah it's because they couldn't, like, everybody was buying those cars because they were better, yeah. you know, as far as, like, actually being a good car. But I think for having fun, you know, high horsepower and ill handling is, it can be fun, just being able to rip a fucking burnout. Oh, yeah, it it can be, but if, 
I can't enjoy, you know, actually driving the car. Right. Because I mean, like, you can drive them, but like the limits are so much sooner. Yeah. Than say like something that has less power and uh, you know better suspension and lighter. That's my thing. American cars are just fucking heavy. Yeah, the it's it's always been funny to me is just seeing how much different like just the design of all these cars is. And right. I think our I think we've lost a lot of the character in designing cars. Oh, for sure. Over I the mean, years. I mean, the fucking cars look like the same now. Yeah, they're edgy and like they're <laughs> so Which the, I think I think the nineties or the eighties did that. Uh back in like the eighties everything was a square. And then in the nineties everything was like trying to become more streamlined and smoother and shit, you know, to be more fuel efficient and aerodynamic. No, that and was now, in the two thousands. Like, that was early so? two Yeah, because Econobox well, wasn't didn't the C five come out in the nineties? And the uh, C4 was, of course, a box, even though the Z4 does have the lowest drag coefficient of any Corvette. Yeah. Well, the... Because the C4 was from the 80s. And 90s. Yeah. Well, I, and I'm talking, like, like regular cars more so. Like... Right. Like, not expensive... Like, or, yeah, expensive sport cars. Yeah, but so like say look at like a Civic, they went from square bodies. Well, the '90s was the EK, the '80s was the EG, which was square. Yeah, but they went from like the square to a little more rounded to absolutely no character whatsoever. It looked just like the fucking Honda. It looked just like the fucking every other Toyota. Like they all looked exactly the same. Right, and then, which is for a reason. I think. Go ahead. And then you go to now, where, huh? They all got edgier, but they all still look the same. Yeah, right. Like they all started getting a little more angular, but they're all still like doing the same angles and shit. Yeah, so the Civic still kind of looks like the uh, Camry the they all just kind of mimic each other always <laughs> yeah it cracks me up dude because yeah. it seems like it's just a lack of effort i think yeah mainly so, on like the designers and engineers and shit right like yeah because it's hard to i mean it's, it's definitely hard i can't you know well yeah because you're designing something for mass market but, right. so, let's look at it from a different angle of a luxury brand. We'll say, I'll, we'll go with Lamborghini, just because they've always been that, like, bleeding edge, coolest thing you can buy, right? Yeah. So, what... Like, what era of Lamborghini would you say is the best designed? 
Uh, definitely like the era of like the Mercy logo and shit like that. Yeah. Super fucking cool. But although the new like Aventadors and like shit like that are fucking sweet. They are. But they all. They all look the same. And they're all kind of like shit cars. So. <laughs> like as far as reliability and actually being like so, good cars. So they kind of fucking suck. Here's the really fun fact about cars. Um. So, let me list off a bunch of car brands and tell me who mm-hmm. owns them. Oh, yeah, I got this. Okay. I know a bunch of this. Lamborghini. Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. Porsche. Well, Porsche isn't really a car manufacturer. Yeah, they are. No, they're an engineering firm. Well, but they still... Their, their label is on cars. But... Who owns them? I thought Porsche was independent. I thought they... Nope. Oh, does Volkswagen own them? Volkswagen. Um, that's, what's a fucking... Uh, Bugatti. Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. Ferrari. Fiat. No, they're actually still independent. I believe. What? No, I'm pretty sure... Wait, oh, no, you may be right. No, oh. you may be right on that one. I believe. Uh, let's see. Ram. Fiat. <laughs> uh, I already knew that one. Chrysler Dodge. Well, it's Chrysler Fiat, technically, so they're oh, like yeah. a partnership. Yeah. Um, but like Dodge, Ram, Jeep. fucking Fiat, Chrysler. Yeah, it's Fiat. Yep. Uh, like they put Italian diesels in Jeeps now. Yeah. Um. Shit, what's it? There, there was another one that Volkswagen owns that you would never expect it to own, but it, it does crack right, me well, up because literally the most expensive car in the world and one of the cheapest cars in the world are owned by the same company. Because oh, yeah, dude, I can go know. out right now and buy a 2022 Jetta base model for like $19,000. <laughs> yeah. Or I could go get a fucking Bugatti Chiron for what two and a half million. <laughs> no, I think it's more than that. I think it's like sixteen mil or some shit. It's ridiculous because Ferraris yeah. and Lamborghinis cost like two mil, so Bugattis are more expensive than them. Oh yeah, but it, it's still just that funny point of what the fuck business does Volkswagen have owning supercars? <laughs> I have no idea. It's kind of weird it always just cracks me up because my boss owns a lamborghini it's a it's a huracan so it's the like the most base lamborghini you can get i think it costs i think it stickered at like three hundred and twenty thousand or something which is still like i mean it's still a badass car right but like But it cracks me up because every time he says something about it, I'm like, oh, that's a real fancy Volkswagen you got there. It's <laughs> <laughs> yep. like, shut up. <laughs> it's funny because, like, they all have, well, they're like, they're all, they're all their own manufacturers, but they do have that umbrella, right? Yeah. The weirdest thing to me is the Ford and Volkswagen partnership for the electrical thing. Yeah. They want to do electric vehicles, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. No, it is it's it's crazy just how much of just other stuff that everybody owns. 
but I don't know. I don't think Toyota owns like a bunch of people. I don't think so either. But they're also not owned by anybody. It's Toyota. Right. I mean, Toyota's also so successful just because of their philosophy on how they design cars. Yeah. Cuz no, they design it... they don't design they don't design cars for shareholders. They design they design cars for longevity and the consumer to so they can last. Yeah, and I, I think it's Toyota that uh, at any point in production, if a guy on the line sees something that can be done better or more efficiently... Well, that's like a Japanese thing. I know what you're talking about. They, where they, they'll... they have the authority to stop production to bring the idea up and change it. Well, what it is is if a mistake is made, they have the ability to shut down production to correct the mistake, right? Yeah. Or call like tell like and they're rewarded for that. Yeah. Right? Like calling themselves out and such. As far as I'm aware, I don't actually well, never it, work. It, in it's Japan, not even so. just mistakes. I'm pretty sure it. It like, I, like I said, right. I'm it's anything sure they it's see Toyota. that is like a like a incorrect or a flaw or something yeah. wrong. And so it's just this constant iteration of they see something that they could do better, they change it. They see something they can do better, they change it. And so it's just that constant, it's not, we have to absolutely press this factory to the 100% maximum. It's, we'll push it, but if we see something that we can do better, that's going to make the car better, that's going to make the manufacturer easier, we'll change it. And right. anybody on the floor of that factory has the power to do that. So, which is super cool. Oh yeah, and, and it's like, a and super that, good philosophy of building stuff. Because... Well, the main problem with like domestic uh, manufacturers is they try all they build cars for is to impress shareholders. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be the best quality; it just has to make the shareholders go, "Ooh, yep." Yeah. Just the shareholders have to say, mm, "Yeah, that's good." Right, they're not built for the consumer. They're built to fucking make shareholders happy. Yeah. So, Which is really fucking annoying because oh. the consumers are the ones who are buying your actual fucking shit. Yeah. So, here, here's another one. What is your absolute dream car? Like, you're, I made it in life. I'm buying me this car. Uh... SRT10 uh, Viper, or no, no, the Viper, uh, the ACR? ACR, yeah. Yeah, ACR Viper, all day. Okay. Easy fucking choice, dude. Like, I'm not a a Mopar guy by any means, but But that Viper is just a fucking... Dude, I mean, it's such a good fucking car. And we're talking like 05, right? Not like the newer... uh, Not the newer one where they fucking nutted it. My my like personal favorite is probably a second gen. Yeah, so that's like oh five oh six, I think. Yeah, because the first gens had really bad overheating problems, and like I really the, the, like they're cool looking cars in their first gen, but like the, the yeah. first gens would cook you, literally cook you in the driver's seat because oh yeah they had problems with the firewall insulation and it would the exhaust would burn it out and then the footwell the driver footwell would reach like fucking <laughs> close to 200 degrees. Oh um, yeah, dude. Make me hot, boy. 
but it's also just the fact of you look at those cars they look super fucking cool but also they have zero driver assists well also it's an eight point like i drive a big block chevy truck so of course i'm gonna want an 8.4 liter fucking v10 (laughs) dude are you shitting me good lord yeah that's just ridiculous and it made so much power oh my god and it has no abs it has no traction control (laughs) nothing no driver aids which was so great they called it the death trap like a death machine and i'm like yes put me in it well it's like the early model diablos yeah they uh they had no driver assist or anything like that either people who actually like cars like them to be dangerous Everybody that has ever driven a Diablo has said, yep, that car is actively trying to kill me. Which is awesome, dude. You love that. Like, that's what makes it exciting, right? Like, people, most people just want something that's going to be safe and comfortable and reliable and such, which I agree with the reliability thing and comfortable. But I want something that is, like, as a fun car to actively be trying to fucking take my head off. Well, yeah, because... That's because if you can like wrangle that excitement, well, just being it knowing that you can wrangle that, you're just like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm the I'm the guy. Oh yeah, you're like, there there ain't shit that can fucking stop me now. Makes your balls feel huge. Yeah. So that that's a good that's a good uh good choice. Mine has always and will forever always be a fucking nine eleven gt3 rs man i remember in the ferrari enzo bro was like your shit no you used to love that car the ferrari that i so okay i'll take back (laughs) i'll I'll take back the 911 but it's the it's the one i'm gonna be able to get right because the like true absolute dream car that i actually have i will never be able to get uh, it is the Ferrari 575 GTC. I don't even know what that is. It's technically a race car. Okay. I mean, they made a few as street legal, but they cost like... So these were like 07 or 08 cars. They mm-hmm. only made it for like one or two years. Damn. Um. But they are, uh, it, it to to buy one from somebody now would cost like ten to twelve million dollars <laughs> because they are tag. so limited. I think they made like a hundred of them, if that. Right. So because I'm sure it was for a racing series where it had to be technically a production car. Yes. Right. So that makes that's much sense. that's my ultimate. If I ever was like a billionaire, I would search and fucking a hundred percent buy one of those because it's one of those like doesn't really look like a Ferrari Ferrari because it's yeah a front engine rear wheel drive. It's a long hood, so the, it kind of looks like the. Shit, is it the F12? Yeah, the Berlinetta. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I was just going to bring that up. The new F12 Berlinetta, like, coupe, kind of, like, hatchback thing. It's kind of like that. a really long hood. But longer hood. Oh, boy. You know how yeah. I am with long hoods. Fucking Cadillac uh, XLR, dude. Oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. I, I will I will send you, uh, send you a picture real quick. But it, it's one of those, like, the only reason I know about it is because I got a Hot Wheels of that car. Oh, yeah, and you were like, this is the shit. I was like, this is the car that I want. <laughs> yeah, we always had a model Viper at, at my dad's house mm-hmm. back in the day when we were still young. Dude, and I thought that was just the coolest car. Super long hood, V10, front engine. Oh, it's 2003. Oh, yeah. Still. Let me, let me send this to you. And uh, you'll understand why I'm so absolutely obsessed with this car. Okay, it's on Discord. Oh, yeah, I've seen one of those. Yeah. Yeah, those are fucking sweet, dude. So, that that will forever be, like, if I'm a billionaire, I will buy that car. <laughs> this um, is it. But other than that, I will never be able to afford it, so... Feel that. Yeah. That's, but, that's like, most, most people's favorite cars. Yeah. Other than that, dream car. it, it would definitely be, like I said, a... 911 GT3 RS just because I don't know the design of those cars the handling of those cars the power of those cars everybody that's ever driven one is like this is the best car I've ever driven and I I love the way they look I mean a Porsche is a Porsche right they all kind of look the same but if you're going to get a Porsche you better get like a sports car one yeah well because the the GT3 RS, that package, has all of the ground effects. It has... Well, it's a race car, basically, from it, the factory. It's a street-legal race car, yeah. Yeah, essentially. Which is what, you know, car guys love as far as their favorite goes. Yeah. And so... that That's the car that I would buy in a heartbeat if I had the money. Makes uh, sense. I mean, it's a great car. It's a great choice. Oh, yeah. Other than that... If I had a lot, a lot of money, I would buy a fucking Brabus Rocket 900. Ooh, man, the AMG GTRs are fucking uh, sweet, too, bro, dude. Oh, the, God. Uh, What is it? Because uh, the Brabus makes one of those, too. Like, they're yeah. their own version of that, too. Yeah. And it's so fucking sweet. The SLS AMG. Yep. Will still Shit, forever dude. because I long hood boy gang. Well, it's isn't it a V10 as well? So it's like kind of the German Viper. Uh, yeah, uh, I actually think it's a V8, but it's a. I don't know. I I think it's a supercharged V8. I I just, dude, it boggles my mind though because I'll tell people I love that car and they and they like I show it to them and they're like, "Ew, that's ugly," and I'm like. I fucking don't know who you are. Bro, you gotta have them fucking gullwing doors. It's all about them gullwing doors. Gullwing doors are fucking sick. For sure. I fucking... And they're super convenient, too. Yeah. yeah, Depending on how they're designed. Well, yeah, because there's definitely some shitty designed ones, but... Right, ones that swing way out away from the car because they're... like Or like uh, the Ford fucking GT... (laughs) 
Can't even. You can barely get in the fucker. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're my height. Good luck. Oh, we're watching Jeremy impossible. Clarkson get in and out of one. <laughs> I think he's yeah. like six four. Yeah, though it's almost fucking impossible for him to do it. Because I mean, the the space they give you to get in is tiny, and then the doors in the way. The doors in the way. The uh... oh, what the fuck is that part called? It's not coming to me. Where the like the lip of the door. It's part of the frame. Yeah. Yeah, that part is like almost a foot wide in that car. Here's like why. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, shit. They, of course, there's a lot of cars out there that I would be like, oh, I would love to own that. Or I would love to drive that. But there's very few cars that's like, I have my mindset that when I have this amount of money, this is the car I will buy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, right? Like, there's a ton of those. Yeah. Oh, um, speaking of money, so you know I got my promotion recently, right? Yeah. Dude, it already went through, and oh, I just had a meeting with my site manager today, and I wasn't supposed to get a raise, mm-hmm. but I did anyways. Hell yeah, brother. So, your boy fucking... I. Dude, that fucking raise was, like, the the raise was, you know, like, 5%. So, it's, it's a good raise, but, like, the amount of money I went from making to am now making is obscene. Like, it, like as far as the comparison, like... That's fucking I'll crazy. just say it's over a over a $20,000 increase for my annual pay rate. God damn, congrats, boyo. I fucking am super hyped about that. I, I fucking would be, too. Right, like... I mean, it's not to like fucking jerk myself off, but I just wanted to throw that out there. I was, I've been like super hyped about that all day. Hell yeah! And my new position is like more chill, and I mean, it's it's not more chill, I guess, because I'm still like working constantly, but um, not it's just not strenuous. as stressful. It's not as stressful yeah. or anxiety inducing. There you go. Because man, talk about anxiety with fucking what I was doing before. Woof. <laughs> Uh, you, your boy you, gets overwhelmed easily. You wouldn't last a day in my career. <laughs> Probably not, dude. I can't handle it. I get I get so overwhelmed so easily. Yeah. No, but shit. I'm just biding my time, and I'll get like a. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't even want to say. Hopefully, something dummy. Oh, it, it'll be like a. 600% raise? <laughs> yeah, that would be fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. So. It's the absolute move, dude. That's that's the reason I work so much. Makes sense. I mean, and that was why I stuck with my job. Like, there was a lot of times where I wanted to quit and oh, wanted yeah. to, you know, get out of it, but you never know. Yeah. I mean, shit, look at you now, making fucking good money. Yes, sir. Compared to what I was making, for sure, it's like it's definitely way better. Yeah. Do I wish I was making more? Of course. Well, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No. I'm just. I'm just biding my time. I'll make it. Oh yeah. I mean, it. That's what a lot of it is—just patience. Yeah. But yeah. No, but 
for for real though congrats that's fucking awesome yeah man thank you been a long time coming oh yeah it was funny because my manager who told me about my raise he was like i mean you weren't supposed to get this but he's like you deserve it i was like yeah yeah finally i'm recognized for something yeah although there is a chance that it might like get redacted just because Uh, i wasn't supposed to get it they think it may have been like a just the system put it in but he said that most likely won't happen whenever and whenever he says that it yeah it's usually a pretty fucking good guarantee that it won't it's most likely that it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. He, just, he likes to, I, I think it's kind of the manager talk, right? Like, you don't want to make promises that you're not 100% of. Yeah. Yeah. So you try to say, I shouldn't, but, you know. Yeah. He, he, he I, tells you it's not 100% guaranteed, but most likely. Yeah. You're like 95% sure that you're going to be fine. Which, hey, I don't need any guarantees, you know? Yeah. I'm I'm totally happy with what I got, and if like just the regular promotion, and if I mean any more is just kind of icing on the cake. Oh yeah. So no, the only guarantee is life is in life is death and taxes. Yes, sir. Fuck taxes. Bro, speaking of taxes, I got a thicky tax return in this year. Mine was like mine was pretty much normal. It's it's usually around like a thousand. Mine was like twelve hundred yeah, this year. Mine was sixty seven hundred. <laughs> Woo! What in the hell? That's fucking sick. How'd you manage that? Uh, kid. And I paid a oh, shit ton. Yeah. Well, did, did you get that child tax credit thing that, that they were talking about? Or did they roll that out yet? Uh, they did, but we didn't collect it, so it just got added onto the tax return. Ah, so that that's probably where some of that came from yeah. then. That's kind of sick. But also, she's in school, so... We got stuff from that. We got to... Oh, yeah. We, we got to, like write off a bunch of like educational expenses so i think i got like 40 percent of my internet bill back from all of last year that's sick. that's fucking nice hell i can get a fucking thick tax returns always sick yeah so uh, that's my that's my good news oh yeah dude that's dope yeah that's like that you can do a lot with that oh yeah well she's gonna get a new car as soon as fucking this bullshit uh low low supply oh the supply chain issue fucking yeah, what they because uh, they've been putting it on like uh like the final paperwork and stuff it's like a low supply basically fee and it's anywhere from like three to ten grand, depending on the vehicle. So y'all aren't trying to pay some bullshit fucking fee like that? No. I was nah, like, nobody would. I was like, you're fine. Just wait a bit. They'll start, you know, not having the shortages, so the prices will go back down. Well, it ain't no way in hell I'd be fucking spending ten grand just to fucking buy a new car, you know? Like, as far as like a uh, fee goes. No. Yeah. Ain't no way. Like there's there's no reason to. No. So, like she doesn't absolutely no, need it right now. Of we course. can wait a little bit on it. So, may as well wait until shit goes back down to normal. Yeah, I mean, might as well. There's no reason to jump the gun just because you're trying. Like you're you're wanting it to happen now. You know, patience is a virtue. Yeah. Well, like the other insane thing is uh, my plumber. 
he uh, he just got a new work truck, and mm-hmm. they're debating on whether they want to uh, sell his old one. Yeah. Because right now, he said that the like the value of it, like the the estimates he's got, he'll end up making two grand less than he paid for that truck selling yeah. it right now yeah dude the price of used like trucks and cars right now is insane it has like two hundred twenty thousand miles on it it's like a 2015 or 2016 chevy with a service bed does it have a is it a duramax or nope gas I wonder how much I could get. I'm curious how much I could get for my truck now because I paid like 9500 for it. Probably close to, if not more than that. That'd be crazy, you know? Yeah. Buy a truck and sell it and actually just make money. Just make money on it. But yeah, yeah. no, he they've had that truck since it was brand new. And he said that... That's insane, dude. Two grand less than they paid for it brand new. Like, that's so nuts to me that, that that's the price of shit right now. It is absolutely bonkers. It doesn't make any sense. It it super doesn't. And that's why I haven't... I'm just sticking with my fucking car because there's no problems with it. It doesn't cost me anything really to drive it. So... Yeah, might as well run it out, dude. I'll fucking just run it out. Just keep it running. And it's a Volkswagen. It, it's not going to appreciate. <laughs> no. So just keep that bastard as long as you can. I bought it for eleven four, and I think it's valued at like sixty two hundred dollars right now. <laughs> so I mean, it's not bad, but it's not great. Definitely better than what I sold mine at. I sold, I bought mine for like twenty eight grand and sold it for five. Ugh. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that is, don't that don't is ever buy a shit. Don't ever buy a Volkswagen Volkswagen brand new. You will hate life. Yeah. I know I did. Yeah, no, I got mine super fucking cheap. (laughs) Yeah. Had 72,000 miles on it. I was like, eh, it's not a lot on a Volkswagen. I'm much older and wiser now. Yeah. I was like, it's an A. We're fine. We're good. I still wish I would have fucking bought that uh, six-speed, but, you know. Dude, yeah, having a manual. The manuals in Volkswagens are pretty damn good. Yeah. I'll say. Well, I think the automatic in mine is going to be fine just because it doesn't make shit for power. So. True, dude. Yeah, yours doesn't make dick all for power. <laughs> I think brand new, it made what, like 150 horse or something like that? No, probably like 130. Something like that. It is not jack shit, but hey. Doesn't put a lot of strain on all my parts, so. Big facts, though, dude. So we're good. It's actually super smart. Yeah, I mean, if it's just gonna be a daily, like, I don't, don't buy anything that makes enough power that it can hurt itself. Essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, your daily shouldn't be the funnest car you own. No. Your daily should be reliable and doesn't fucking break down all the time. Yep. Like uh like my truck. Yeah. Doesn't get that great of gas mileage, but goddamn is it fucking reliable. That motherfucker will drive till its wheels fall off. 
It probably will, honestly. Like, it's insane. I'd never have issues with that truck. Yeah. And that's just homage Power of the Chevy to... big block, dude. Yeah. It's just homage to... They used to build shit better. No, I, like... I, well, I truly do believe so, in that. So, sorry. Uh, they used to build shit less complicated. Facts. I think that's, <laughs> that's the biggest thing. That's the thing, biggest like, thing. Shit's gotten so complicated now that you can't oh. have anything that actually, like, is worth a fuck. So, look at it this way. When your truck is... Because you, your truck's thr- throttle body, right? Oh. Uh, oh, as far as the injection? Yeah. It's, no, it's port injection. It's port injection. So it's throttle yeah. body injected. No, it's port injected. <laughs> like into the intake manifold ports. Yeah, yeah. Not because there's TBI, throttle body injection. Yeah, yeah. That that that's what I meant really. Yeah, it's um, not throttle body injection. Yeah. But you it's a throttle cable, right? It's not fly No, it's wire. A, it's a, it's fly by wire. It's fly by wire? It has an LS uh, um, computer in it, too. Oh, motherfucker. Anyways, flyboar is not that bad because they're, they've been tested fairly reliable. But what I'm really getting at is it's port injected. It's not direct injected. It's mm-hmm. uh, one computer runs the whole truck Yeah. versus a new Chevy that has... Fucking no, no, dude! Don't count? even get me started. What's the count? Jesus! Uh, well, they have the body, the BCM, eight, eight ECM, se- I TCM. I think it's eight separate computers. Yeah, because you've got the ECM, TCM, BCM. Uh, there's a computer that runs just the inside. There's a yeah. computer that runs just the instrument cluster. Yep. Um. Yeah, no, it way too complicated for no goddamn reason. Yeah, it's fucking ass, dude. Like, I don't understand. Like, of course, all those features are fucking nice and shit, but, like, how long is that going to last, you know? Yeah. Until it fucking dies Yeah. from some kind of complicated issue that you can't just pay, that, you, like, you can't afford. Well, that it's kind of shut off to mechanics to work on because oh yeah especially if, if you're they, like a home mechanic yeah if they don't have the big you know eight thousand dollar computer system that it takes to read and clear error codes and stuff like that mm-hmm. and reprogram stuff you can't work on them like so hey here's a really really good example uh any anything over a 2019 ram um you have to take it to a dealership to have a brake job done. Because Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Because they the brake system on those it's uh, electric over hydraulic. No, no, it's just pure electric. It's electric brakes, and so without. It's electric? Mm-hmm. It's got electric brakes. That sounds so, fucking awful. So without the computer to uh, tell the brakes to release, 
there is no way to get them to unclamp to change the brake pads front and rear. And uh. the computer program, in order to release the brakes, is embargoed until like 2025. Forced. So the only people that have it and can get it are dealers. What happened to Right to Repair, dude? It is a huge fight right now. Like, god damn it. This is what this is what like and the EPA is over here just bending this over too. Oh yeah. They just don't want I think I think the the they don't want anybody to have any fun. Uh that's most of it, yeah. They're like, oh, fun detected. Shut that shit down. Yeah, Quit get it that, now. Get that shit right on out of here. And I'm like, damn it. Can y'all fuck off? Right. Yeah, no, Please. it's... Yeah, the whole... Because uh, company dad works for, they've got, I think, four or five new service trucks. And they're all over 2019. And they've had to do breaks on a few of them. And dad was like, yeah, No we can't do our own brake jobs anymore. He's like, we have to take it to the dealer because Ram will not release the program to anybody other than dealers. That's such fucking cheeks, dude. Yeah. Like, how do you expect somebody to buy your product whenever they can't even fucking service it themselves? Because the people who buy your product are people who service their shit themselves unless it's like a fleet vehicle or something. Well, and these are, these are fleet vehicles. Like, it's service trucks and rig trucks and well, stuff like Well, even then, that. like, most people who, like, service their own fleet shit, like, they have a guy they pay to do that. Yeah. So that's a guy out of a job just because dealerships are fucking greedy. Yeah. And it, it's, yeah, it's just fucking ridiculous the amount of shit that you can't touch on vehicles now. Because you yeah. either have to have the computer to reprogram the new part you put in there. Uh, ooh, I can't remember if it's BMW or Mercedes. Not new ones, but like late, like 08 to like 2014, I think. One of those two. You have to program the battery. Oh, yeah, I know about that. Because... Whenever you change the battery, you have to, like, reprogram the fucking car for it. Yeah. Because the system they designed, uh, some certain part of it has to have a specific voltage at all times. And so as the battery weakens, the alternator corrects for it. And it's a constantly correcting program. So if you put a new battery in there and the alternator just does what it was doing, it'll just fry that part and basically brick the car. That's so fucking stupid. (laughs) So it's just one of those fucking ridiculous things that why? Absolutely why? I don't know. I don't know who thought that. That's what I'm saying. Like, all these fucking brands that are run by committees and shit are just fucking idiots. Oh, for sure. There's there's no reason to a lot of it other than... Shareholders. Yeah. Basically. But also, I saw a stupid fucking TikTok the other day 
it was like a like them acting like out of acting out like a boardroom meeting at like a car company oh yeah and the guy brings up like oh i have an idea of how to make this easier for the mechanic and the guy looks at him he's like get the fuck out we don't do that here leave (laughs) leave leave and go fuck yourself and then there's certain companies that do design shit to make it easier for mechanics there's uh i know like the swing arms of a couple of pickups they're not brand new but like i think it's like mid-model like tacomas and stuff the swing arms so they had to they had to not the swing arms the a arms the a arms on the front yeah yeah the where they had to put the uh uh oil filter mm-hmm. would like if you remove the oil filter it's just gonna dump oil all over your a arm yeah, so they designed a uh like a cup and a spout into their a arm that directs the oil with no mess. How considerate, dude. Right? And it's just for nobody other than who's servicing the vehicle. Because I know Ford loves to fucking just let oil splash everywhere it fucking pleases. Ford likes to cover their oil filters by seven different plastic panels that the clips always break on. Oh, yeah, you know it. Every time. Every single time. (laughs) That's what I say, like... Uh, Fords are reliable until they're not. Yeah. Back and then they're just the, fucking pieces of shit. Back at the school, after you left, I did most of the bus and fleet maintenance. Yeah. Because you remember we got that. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy fired. Um, but the Taurus that they had, the Ford Taurus, mm-hmm. I went to change the oil in it one day. It took me three hours to change the oil. God damn, what the fuck? Because there is a plastic dust tray Mm. across the entire engine bay of that car. And it has 30 clips in it. (laughs) That all have to come out to take out that tray. And then you need skinny dick arms like yours to actually get to the goddamn oil filter. (laughs) <laughs> and so you know my big fucking meaty claws I was it took me so long to change that oil just because the way it was all fucking put together because it's a fucking it, so it was an eco boost oh god those are trash V6 eco boost this is before they did the four cylinder eco boost right it is a V6, now, the V6 eco boost suck it is a V6 EcoBoost in a front-wheel drive car. Mm, yes. Big PP. So there was absolutely zero room in that entire engine bay to get to anything. Yep. Because it was it, uh, tra- it's transverse mounted, of course. Of course. It has to be. Yeah. It's a fit. Yeah, so it is a transverse mounted V6 front-wheel drive piece of shit and turbo too so that makes it even more fun oh yeah that car took zero w20 oil Mm. 
Oh, yes. I think that's like most Japanese cars now, too. Yeah. But it's domestic, and I don't trust domestic. When Turbo and V6. Yeah, I was like, I do not trust domestic enough for this to be a 0W20 car. For emissions, it'll be fine. Yeah, it's like water. (laughs) 0W20 oil is water. Tighter tolerances, it's fine. We designed it for this. Yeah, no. No, you didn't. This is... This is technological advancement. Oh, God, you got it in. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, you got it in. Hell yeah, we, dude, I had to. I was like, Jeremy's oh, you're safe without here. Jeremy here. I was like, <laughs> I was like we're going we're gonna to get away without hearing that goddamn statement. But nope, <laughs> Nick fucking got it in. Yep, I fucking always get it leaner. in. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, were, dude. Not you or Jeremy's wiener, but a wiener. A wiener. Because <laughs> y'all never get it in. <laughs> I mean, true, ha, but hey. Ha, got him. <laughs> Boom. But yeah, I mean, got him. I don't, dude, it perplexes me why we can't, like, nobody can design a very good automatic. And why, if we can't design a very good automatic, why did we think it was a good idea to start doing CVTs? Ah. Uh... So, they can't design a gut automatic because of the inherent complexity of autom- of an automatic transmission. Well, an automatic's runoff fluid friction, so it's yeah. also relying on the consumer to actually properly service them. Well, yeah. And as we've decidedly come to the fucking conclusion, people are idiots. Yep. And so that shit don't work. Mad facts. But CVTs, in theory, are more simple. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're definitely more simple. But in something that weighs... Weighs fucking 3,000 fucking pounds. Yeah. They're fantastic for go-karts. And side-by-sides. And side-by-sides. And... Stuff like that. Go-karts. Or golf carts. Yeah, light stuff. But for full-weight fucking highway cars, they're dog shit. Well, that's why... uh, Fucking dog shit. Toyota's... um, Their CVTs have an actual geared, like, first gear. Yeah. It's actual physical. Like, they're not physical, because, of course, CVTs are physical. Um, but it's an actual, like, gear. It's a gear, gear, not a pulley. Right. Yeah. So that's why they're so much more reliable than, say, Nissan or most other people who do them. Because Toyota actually Fiat. does shit right. Fucking Fiat. I would never touch a Fiat with, like, any, I don't know. I'd, An 80 Fiat's are pole. fucking gross. I wouldn't touch a Fiat with your dick. I, same. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, not no, a good idea. There's so many vehicles out there that it's just why over anything. And like direct injection, it's like a it's a good idea, right? But I think if you're going to do a direct injection, you also need port injection as well. Or or no EGR. 
it's yeah that that's the right because or like nope like if you're gonna have like a you're gonna have to have a catch can and shit like that right like you can't just have direct injection and not expect it and expect it to run fine right because the valves are gonna get fucking gross you're gonna have to get those cleaned yeah like a catch can would be great if it was just factory but it's it never is oh of course not because that adds complexity but apparently complexity is not something that they care about fucking not adding so i don't understand why they just don't they like complexity so long as it makes them money yeah yeah i mean basically uh, we'll add and if it's all of these features that are going to take us all of this bullshit to all this complex bullshit to add in right but the stuff that makes the car better and last longer they're like eh, we'll skip on that yeah it's all planned obsolescence <gasps> the dreaded word <laughs> slander lies <laughs> absolute Fog. fucking blasphemy nicholas it's so insane to me oh it is just the quality of cars nowadays like even the japanese ones are kind of getting worse yeah. Like, Hondas used to be fucking unkillable, because they're, I mean, because everybody's always focusing on, like, getting the most efficiency and, like, the most features and shit, right? Yeah. But, I mean, if you're trying to cut, if your main goal is to, like, cut down on, like, gas usage or, like, emissions, make cars serviceable, make them cheap to service, make it, like, to where the consumer can actually replace shit, and stop making, like, new ones. Just allow, pe- help people preserve what they currently have yeah because then you're not manufacturing entire cars all you have to do is manufacture parts and if the parts are more reliable then you don't have to replace them or manufacture them as often yeah right i mean most of the emissions from cars comes from producing them oh yeah for sure so it just it's kind of a uh contradictory for them to make cars that are more efficient and all this shit whenever it's like the easy answer is just make cars reliable. Yeah, because you have to produce less, so that makes less pollution. It goes back to the fucking argument we had a while back of just make shit good and not as many of them because if you make them good and you make them last, you don't have to make as many. So, but it all boils down. That's not how you make money, though. Money. Yep, that's not how you make money. Yeah. Because then everybody will just keep what they already have. Yeah, so... It's fucking bizarro that we just fucking... Let shit go the way it goes because money. Yep. So the APA is trying to shut down uh, racing, which... I think is going to hurt the car... uh, Well, no, it probably won't affect the car industry, honestly, in today's environment uh, I mean, I'm sure it may make a difference in some kind of way if they just like absolutely kill racing but most people nowadays don't even care about like any of that yeah they really don't because like the vast majority of people don't watch racing yeah or care yeah and I mean I don't watch racing regularly but 
I enjoy the culture of racing. I enjoy the culture of cars. I can appreciate the art form in that of, you know, designing something to make the most fucking power like drag racing or making something that can handle taking a corner at 180 miles an hour like F1. Well, and most of our uh, innovation as far as cars go comes from racing. Yeah, it really does because there's... I mean, you're trying to make things as good as they possibly can. Like, as as aerodynamic, as fast, as efficient, because a lot of, like, 24-hour Le Mans and, as like, those durable. kind of races, like, endurance races, yeah, you're trying to make things fuel-efficient and powerful. Yeah. And then even, like, in, like, truck, like, the like the pickup truck space, Baja. Yeah. All, suspension. Like a, a lot of that suspension stuff works its way over to road vehicles because... If they can, you know, take five foot whoops at, you know, 90, 100 miles an hour, that pothole at 40 is not going to be anything. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. It's. If, if it were up to, you know, car guys, everything would be fucking fantastic and nobody would make any money from cars. Yeah. Because right, but everybody would have. A fucking sick car. Yeah. But that in today's world, people view cars as it gets me from here to there. It's Yeah, it's a utility. Yeah. There's fewer and fewer people that look at a car and say, oh, I could do this to that car and make it do this. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, I mean, whenever our dads were still like our age now i mean everybody was about cars like f1 was huge and like nascar and shit like that i mean motocross and stuff you know yeah motorsports were cool you know now it's kind of a they've become very professional too like uh motorsports yeah because of how big they've they they got and are now kind of i don't know it it seems like there's kind of like it's it seems like a never ending battle the just existing as a car guy right like to preserve the existence of car guys yeah cuz you have you still have a lot of people who are in the scene and the scene is still growing but like it's not growing nearly as fast as it was and i think we're i think we're seeing the end of the car enthusiast or the start of the end of the car yeah. enthusiast yeah and that's it's a lot to do with the direction cars are going as to electric cars and hybrid cars that have a little tiny one liter motor just to run a generator stuff like that well it's kind of like what we were talking about in the one podcast we were talking about like automation and automated cars like where you could have like a screen inside and be able to like play a racing game with the steering wheel and pedals and stuff while the car drives itself yeah Like, that would be really cool, but it's not the same, right, as physically handling a machine. Yeah, no, it's... It, it, it'll never be the same. No. It just It's not as satisfying or, or gratifying. Yeah. Because you lose that risk, right? The, the, the risk factor is gone. Yeah. And that's what's so enjoyable about... That's, that's what makes things fun, is risk. Yeah. 
So you remove that, and it's like, what's the point? Yeah, what the fuck's the point? I've it's just fucking boring. Really, really wanted to just go and buy a fucking dirt bike lately for some reason. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. Probably I still want to have a dirt bike, but I'm not going to because I don't have anywhere to ride it right now. But I want a fucking dirt bike. <laughs> I won't, oh, I have a dirt bike, technically. I have the KLR, but... Yeah, technically. But it's something that you're not going to beat up like you would beat up a dirt bike. Not yet. Once I get crash bars and stuff on it, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. But for now, it's not quite as nimble as a dirt bike, stuff like that. Oh, hell no. It weighs <laughs> 460 fucking pounds. Yeah. How do you... How have you we may have to... Liking that. You've been enjoying it? Oh yeah, it's sick. Uh, it's it's almost a sick. It's like at five hundred and something miles now. So I'm about to do the first service. I already got the thermo bob and doohickey already here. Um, the low profile drain pull, uh, drain plug and shit like that. All the, like the little stuff that are just like innate issues with them. Yeah. So I'll be able to do that and uh, do the oil and check the valve clearance and all that happy shit. So that's good. Once I do all that, it's gonna be great. But right now, it's just kind of sitting. Hell yeah. I gotta take a bathroom break. We'll probably have to cut this out. Ah, uh, dang it. You make me do fucking work. I mean, it's it's only gonna be this one section. It's it's pretty easy to cut sections from videos. Well, yeah, but it's just... Or we can leave this in and just have me pee, have my pee break in here. Oh, yeah. No, I'm fucking leaving this shit in. This is, this is a pure chaos episode. Jeremy's not here. We can get away with whatever the fuck we want. I'm just kind of scared of, like, having my pee be heard on the podcast. Uh, if you're already done, I didn't hear it, so you're fine. No, I'm just stopping peeing to talk. <laughs> You've got more control than I do. All you have to do is clench your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I try that, and it makes me pee harder. No, don't push with your butt. Like, act like you're trying to stop a turd. Yeah, that makes That's me harder. What? Nah, not me. Huh. I don't know. I don't normally have to stop my pee, so <laughs> it's not something I have to worry about. Man, and I had to go really bad, so this is taking forever. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a whole last fucking, like, minute. It's an adventure. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, but hey, on the bright side, Nicholas, I'm pretty sure I fucked up the video capture portion of this. So it's just been a uh, static image of the options menu of Power Wash Simulator. So uh, either I'm just going to leave it as that or I'll just fucking record me playing some other game for a couple of hours. <laughs> But I done fucked up. And I don't think I can change it on the fly. Can you hear me now? There yep. he is. My fucking headset problems, dude. Uh, I, need, I need to invest in like a mic and actually like use my Bose headphones for this. Yeah. 
Because that would be optimal. Oh, yeah. That's, that's why you, I went and bought a mic. Yeah. I've got to figure out which one I want to get and how much money I want to spend on one. Because it'd yeah. be kind of nice, nice mic. Yeah. The one I got, it's on sale right now, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me find it. I think it's like 20 bucks off. I mean, it's not a huge sale, but it's save money. Balling out here, dude. And you just got to raise... I know, I'll have to get into that one. The... Oh, hey. The regular Blue Yeti is only 99 bucks right now. Nice. I'll have to look it up and see what like the best option is for the price, because uh, someone, one of... I think it was one of Sam's friends was telling me about this microphone that was like super sick, but the same price as the Blue Yeti. Yeah. I, I just mean, don't remember what it was. I haven't had any you know, complaints about brain. this one, so... No, it's been a lot better than the last one you had. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, I mean, shit, that was just the fucking headset mic, so. No, you used to have a standalone mic before, like a while back. (laughs) It fucking was annoying. (laughs) That shit, it never fucking worked. That's why it was annoying. I know, dude. You always had issues with it. It would work, and then just randomly it would just stop working. Oh, it was just just the sheer fact of... uh, Certain, certain games that I would launch would just turn it off. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like I'm not gonna work now. Yeah, it's just like I'm not gonna work. And this, this mic I have now, I've had zero problems with it. It just works. Isn't that so nice? It's Apple style. It just works. <laughs> Bethesda dude. Oh fuck. God Howard out here. It just works. <laughs> it just works. Yeah. Sure, bud. Great. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Have you played Fallout 76? <laughs> it just works, dude. <laughs> it just works. Trust me. <laughs> uh, I, have, I have a buddy who, uh, Ryan, he plays it, and uh, he swears it's a lot better now. I, I haven't actually gone back and played it, so I can't say. But, you know, I mean, I'd be willing to believe it. I mean, they've, they've had enough time now to improve it. Well, fuck, they should have. Right. But what, uh... Oh, fuck. I had a question I was going to ask, and now I forgot. Rip, dude. Yep. Disappointing. Damn. We're falling apart. We don't have Jeremy here, so we're falling apart. Nah, I mean... I was thinking... Like, it's kind of, right, like, it's a difficult decision for me as far as, like, what car I want. Because I am looking at getting another car, right, and I am kind of considering a Honda, but I'm also really considering a Corvette. But a Corvette would be, like, you know, the uh, complete opposite of the Honda. Yeah, that's so, absolute 100% polar opposite of a fucking Honda. Right, but, like, the Corvette would be so much fun. Oh, right, like, be. it's kind of like the the whole argument of, like, do you want to have more fun or do you want to save money? And so I'm like, fun, fun sounds good. I'm down for fun. Yeah, you're like, I right? kind of want to have fun. Like, it's such a difficult thing for me because it's like deciding between gas mileage, fun, and what I really want versus what would be a decent compromise and what I also do want, but I don't want as much. Yeah. You know? And that's kind of the car world in general for me. Is like, 
I, I kind of want everything. Yeah, well, that's the dilemma if you don't make a million dollars a year is, oh, well, I can't buy everything I want, so I've got to make the tough decision of one thing that I want. Right. But I want all of it. Well, yeah. It's my money and I need it now. It's my money and I want to spend it now. <laughs> exactly. Dude, that's uh, something I had to come to kind of a realization with because a lot of my friends just kind of blow and go a lot. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm always building my savings and constantly have a like buffer in my checking just to like kind of be safe about things like that Yeah. as far as money goes. But then I see all my buddies and shit, like, buying all this cool stuff and doing all these things in their cars. I'm like, man, how are y'all able to afford that? And then I realize, oh, I'm, like, I'm a little different because of the way I handle my money. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of like an eye-opening, like, something I had to come to, like, a self-realization on. Yeah. It's like they made the decision that they're going to spend most of their money, if not all of their money. And you're like, nah. I'll hold back. I like my cushion. Super nice, dude. I mean, it's definitely like a, I feel like the smarter way of going about it, but oh, at the same true. time, like, young young Nick is over here like, fuck, dude. So many options. Right. Like, all the options, but... It's yeah. gotta be, it just gotta hold out. Yeah. And I, I will by no means say that I'm good with my money but i'm better than a lot of people oh yeah dude some people are so fucking awful with their money they're always they always complain about being broke and i'm like well it's because you're fucking terrible with your money yeah they're like oh i don't know if i'll be able to afford rent this month it's like yeah but didn't you buy this dumb shit and they're like yeah (laughs) yes it's like well don't don't do that yeah don't do that it's like i have my priorities straight so i make sure that all of my bills are paid, and then I have some money in savings, and then I'd give myself a bit of money to spend every month. It's it's kind of hard, though, right? Like, because, I mean, some shit you just have to spend money on. I know. Like, fairly me. regularly. Like, clothes and shit. Like, so I try to pay my bills and stuff first. Yeah. But then I also need other shit. Like, I, I need clothes pretty bad right now, but I had to pay... The bike payment, insurance, and just a bunch of other shit. And I still have to pay my truck payment, which is like $300. Yeah. So right now, like, my primary goal is just to, like, manage it for now until I'm able to... Which, I mean, I've, I'm it's easy to manage because I don't, like, eat at home or anything. Like, I eat out a lot and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's still, like... I would like to be to the point to where I don't have the truck payment anymore. So I think I'm going to... That's probably going to be the f- thing I try to get rid of first, just because it's the biggest one. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, it's only three hundred bucks. Yeah, that, so that I could. That, like, that's that's always the hard decision of like, do I just say fuck it and pay it off, or eh, it's three hundred bucks a month. The only thing I think I why I want to pay it off sooner rather than later is just because of the fact that it's they don't they aren't going through a credit bureau. Yeah. So it's just like a private, like, it's basically like I'm borrowing money from the dude's dad, I think it is. Yeah. Kind of who like owns a, the dealership. Like a lease to own kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. So it's like not doing anything not for my credit. reported to any credit building bureaus 
Right. So there's like there's no like late payments, late fees or anything like that. Like they don't really do late payments. Like it's just not, you know, it's like yo, you're late, whatever, kind of thing. So that's nice. Yeah. But I'm I I make enough money that it's, I'm never like worried about being late on my payment. Yeah. <laughs> so that doesn't yeah. really help me. Well, you know. So what you could do is you could take out like a private loan for the remaining balance, pay the guy in full, and then just carry that private loan to where you are building some credit with it. Right. But I just bought the bike too, so yeah, true. I don't know. I try and not to take got, out you got like too much debt. Yeah, well, it's uh, through some kind of some company called Roadrunner. Yeah, it's it's a bank loan. Their UI is pretty fucking sick on their website, to be honest. Is it? Yeah, and they're like a really easy company to go through with loan with. My interest rate's fucking ass, but I mean, whatever. That's just from having no credit. They have. Well, I have good credit. I just don't have much of a credit history. Is well, the problem? Yeah, and, and that's what I mean by no credit is right. There, there's not a lot of history there. That poo poo history, dude. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things. Yeah, but that's something that comes with time. So right, which sucks because it's like like there's no way to speed up that process, you know. No, there's really not. <laughs> it's like That's why I say, dude, patience is a fucking virtue in life, dude. Oh yeah. It's kind of amazing to me the lack of patience some people have. Yeah. It's like, well, I want it now, so I'm going to get it now. And it's like, well, you should wait a little bit and like a month down the road you'll be in a better spot. So just wait. Like, well, also, I'm like, I'm like super huge on like contingency plans, right? So like, if something happens, I always have like my credit cards are empty and shit like that, just so in case. Yeah. Just in but case like, some bullshit happens, you're like, all right, I'll be okay. Like, there was a certain example I thought of. Uh, where? Oh yeah, one of our uh, one of the guys that works at my site on evenings. That dude is. Probably the worst with money I've ever met, and also has like the worst luck with money. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Like uh, he had his bike. He had a Ninja Four Hundred, I think it is, and it got stolen. Jesus. So he took the insurance off of it. So whenever they found it, insurance wouldn't cover it because he he stopped. Well, he st- he didn't take the insurance off. He just stopped paying the insurance on it. Why the? Because it got stolen. Right. It got stolen, so he decided he's not going to pay insurance on it because he doesn't have it. And so insurance wouldn't cover it because he stopped paying. That's just fucking dumb. I know. That's why I'm saying I don't, like, understand some people's, like, logic with money. Like, oh, well, you know, I I don't have it anymore, so I'm just not going to pay for that. And I'm like, that's not how that works. It's, yeah... Especially with that, it's like, okay, you probably saved, what, five, six hundred dollars not paying the insurance on it, but now you're out five, six grand because they're not paying you for the fucking motorcycle. Dude, and also, like, he's trying to sell it, and he's trying to, it's, so, whenever they stole it, they, they, like, punched out the locks on, like, for the ignition and the tank, the gas tank. Yeah. 
homies tra- and they took all like all the fairings are like gone from it and shit like they they fucked they fucked it up really bad yeah he's asking like four grand for it what the fuck you can buy those bikes like brand new for like five five yeah. or six no the fucking the ninja 400s are, are fucking cheap dude yeah because they're like dirt nasty cheap. level bikes yeah they're fucking beginner bikes yeah that's fucking ridiculous yeah, so I was like, he, he offered me, and I was like, hell no, dude. I'm not paying fucking brand new prices for something that's been stolen, fucked up. Yeah. You, you tell like, him, the logic behind that is so fucking stupid. Yeah, you tell him, I'll give you uh, 400, and then you take the motor and the transmission, and you make a badass go-kart out of it. Actually, that'd be kind of sick, right? That would be super fucking sick. Like, I will give you $400 cash right now. Right. And just, like, take it. Fucking, I mean, shit, or just, because you can still start it. It still runs and rides. Yeah. You just have to use a screwdriver to uh, start it. <laughs> right? Great. So it's, it's kind of tempting because it's still, like, technically a legal bike. Just offer him, like, a grand for the whole fucking thing. Yeah. You're like, and dude, then just be mad you, cruising. You tell him, it would take me what you want for this bike to fix this bike. Yeah. Essentially, yeah, but no, I would take that motherfucker. I would give it, get it super fucking cheap, and because it's got still good running motor, transmission's good, all the drive shit's good. So just take it and make a badass fucking go kart out of it, and that would be. See, my great. only, my only problem though is like I have too many projects already. Like my Not truck true. is a pro, my like my daily is a project. I have the Jeep, which is also a project. I have the other Jeep, which is another project. Then I have my two bikes. I'm just sitting here like. Fuck, dude. I'm getting. <laughs> so I'm accumulating projects. too much fucking shit. I'm becoming that guy. <laughs> the perpetual. I never project. thought I would be. Yes. Just everything is a project all the time. Yeah. And I swore to myself I would never be that guy, but here I am. Here you are. Bunch of fucking projects. All the time. And I need to get them, some of them finished. Like the the little Honda CT90 needs to get done. Yeah. Well, and then and then you had me, who used to have a shit ton of projects, and now has none. Has none, yeah. I need a fucking. You project. said just start buying new. Yeah. Something I need to start doing, or well, you start buying shit that doesn't need work. Yeah. To to just... uh, tell your buddy that I'll give him five hundred bucks right now for that motorcycle. <laughs> see i'm a bad influence dude i've started to come i've come to realize that that i am the bad influence no i want a project is the thing <laughs> it's like i have no project so i could afford to have that project yeah it's probably pretty cheap i mean it's just an ninja 400 parts form are pretty cheap and readily hella readily available oh i don't even want it for the motorcycle i want, want it for the, the motor i want the motor <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're good motors. Like fucking Cowie makes really good motors. They do, and it would make a badass fucking go kart. <laughs> yeah, facts. Little sand rail, something like that. It wouldn't be hard to do. No, or else not I'd really. Make a little boat out of it. Hey, there you go. Add to my boat collection. <laughs> make a jet ski out of it. Right. Just buy like some shit ass jet ski that's still solid. Yeah. But it just looks like hell. Yeah. We've got one Easy sitting at points, Dad's house. There you go, dude. Dad took it just so he could take the trailer for my jet ski. 
<laughs> I don't know if you'd want to drive all the way down here, though, with a U-Haul or something, or maybe you have a buddy with a truck. Jeremy? <laughs> his truck wouldn't True. make it to Dallas. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if his fucking F-150 would make it, though. Oh, it would. That poor bastard. That poor fucking truck. Nah, I'll just... Is it, it has a 5.4 in it, doesn't it? Uh, I think so. Yeah. 5.3, 5.4. I can't remember. I th- the Tritons I remember. are 5.4s. Yeah, it's a fucking dick-ass three-valve Triton. Yeah. Yep. Fucking dog dick, dude. Oh, yeah. They're reliable until they fucking blow a spark plug. <laughs> They're reliable until you have to change the spark plugs. Yeah, essentially. So you have to service the fucking bastard. Yeah. Well, it's not even... uh, So the body style before those, that more round-nosed one. Mm -hmm. uh, So the early early ones in that body style had two valve Tritons. And they're rock-solid motors. Like, they don't have near as much the problems. That body style with the three valve Triton, the way they're built, like two and a half threads of the spark plug actually engage into anything. Oh, hell. And they have the problem of literally shooting spark plugs out. <laughs> That's what happened to my uh, shift lead. His spark plugs, his one of his spark plugs shot out, and so his, so bad. his mechanic had to like drill it out, like bore it out, and then uh, re tap it. Yeah. So you had like one spark plug so that bad. was different from all the rest. I'm like, that is so fucking so ass, sketchy. dude. Yeah, no, it's fucking dog shit. Dude, I can't, like, I don't understand the whole Chrysler Fiat thing. I don't know what the fuck went through their heads to do that partnership. Or Ford and Volkswagen. It's like, let's just conjoin all of the most unreliable brands together. <laughs> it's it's a money thing. Fiat acquired Chrysler during the fucking... Uh, during the recession or whatever, when all the fucking car companies were going broke. Back in like 20s, 2016 to like 2020 kind of thing? Or like 20, 2008 to 2016 or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, Fiat bought them in like... 08 or 09 it was I mean, it makes sense it's like it was like probably a cheap buy <laughs> yeah, I, I think i think it was 09 because in 10 is when the body style changed on the pickups right and when they stopped being dodges yeah we're ram now yeah ram. get fucking rammed yeah by fucking all sorts of unreliability. <laughs> the the only thing reliable in a Ram is a fucking Cummins, <laughs> just because it is. It's strangely owned by Ford. <laughs> I don't know. It, it isn't Cummins having like weird issues lately, though. Uh, it's not with the actual motor. It's with all the fucking emission systems. Or dude, that's what ruins every great motor or every great vehicle is fucking emissions shit. You're can't just leave well enough alone and it all started with the egr valves egr is so fucking dumb to me but hey yeah let's just take used like fucking exhaust and pump it right back in yeah but for no goddamn reason oh it's just so the motor will run fucking hotter so it won't so it burns cleaner yeah it's still 
not as bad as the like first couple of years that Ford had to put DEF on their pickups. DEF, the worst fucking thing to ever come to diesels. Yeah, but the way they handled the uh, uh, regen cycle on them was fucking dumb. And so it was a weird butterfly valve system in the exhaust. And it would malfunction and stick closed. And oh, lovely. So it would just keep heating up and keep heating up and keep heating up. And then eventually <clears throat> the pipe right behind the turbo would get cherry red. And then it would shell the turbo because the oil would overheat. <laughs> Sitting there hot, 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 hot. And then the turbo shells. Yeah. Uh-huh. Of course it does. And uh, and by shells, I mean like... It actually turns into a fucking frag grenade. Yeah, because when they're regening, it spools the turbo like super fucking hard. Right, because so, you want it to have the compressed air for more oxygen to... Yeah. Yeah. And so they are like extra spooled, and then all of a sudden, goodbye bearings... <laughs> <laughs> Wee, dude the fucking intake turbine the cold side turbine just gets inhaled into the motor yeah goodbye goodbye everything yeah just goodbye engine it's, yep. you're you're now a giant paperweight the whole vehicle yeah and so that that was the curious case of early model uh power strokes with regen systems Power strokes fucking... It's just, welcome to new motor. Oh, also the fact that you have to pull the cab to change the uh, anything. <laughs> Was that like 6.0 era shit? Uh, yes. Because, dude, I watched I watched a video of this guy doing... Uh, he was just doing something to some Ford power stroke. And he had to take the cab off. And I was like, why in the fuck... Because it wasn't like swapping the engine, it wasn't like swapping the transmission, he was just like doing like a service on it or some kind of something on it, and I was like, why in the fuck would you ever design it that way, to where you had to take the whole fucking cab off? Yeah, no, the back two cylinders are under the firewall. So to do injectors, you have to... It's a V8! Yeah. It's just a V8, it's not even like a, like, really big V8 either. Bro, bro, Cummins, they're in inline six. They're six cylinders long, and not even the back cylinder is buried under the firewall. <laughs> and why in the fuck did Jeep go with an Italian fucking diesel in the G- in their Anglers and Gladiators instead of a fucking Cummins four-cylinder? Because they didn't have the right to use it. They didn't. What they... do you mean? It's fucking Mopar. What? Because... Is that real? Well, so... They, so back in the day, like, if they would have put diesel in a Jeep back in, like, 08, yeah, they could have used the 4BT, or the IB4, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but since they went to Fiat, they only maintained the contract to use Cummins in the Ram trucks. Oh and not God. even all the Ram trucks. The fucking eco diesel is not a Cummins. I'm pretty sure it's the oh, same fucking really? diesel they're putting in a Jeep. Uh, 
because like just, when they when they do first, you like ass when, when they when they first announced that truck it was like oh we're putting a cummins in a 1500 we're putting a cummins in a 1500 and then the truck came out and there's not a cummins badge on that entire truck <laughs> it says eco diesel everywhere and i'm pretty sure it's a fucking fiat diesel yeah something's getting cummed in yeah it's and called it's not your that ass truck. <laughs> Called your ass for buying a modern Mopar or yeah. a modern anything domestic, honestly. Hey, There's but no I'm pretty excited to see what people are going to be able to do with that new inline six gasser that they're putting in them. In what? In the new. Oh, new that Mopar. new like isn't it a three liter? Uh, I think like a it's three liter a twin liter. turbo inline six. I swore it was a three liter. I can look it up real quick. I I can't remember exactly, but. They're supposed to be fairly hardy, and six cylinders are notorious for just being able to make a fuck ton of power. <laughs> yeah, I was right. It's a three liter twin turbo. It's a three liter. I six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, fuck, I'll take it. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, won't catch me complaining. That's uh, six cylinder like inline sixes are just so good. So inherently good. balanced. Yeah. Fucking. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why we ever strayed away from the straight six, because here we are again. At the straight six. <laughs> yep. Because like, it fucking works. Yeah, like straight fours, straight sixes, they're all fucking great. Straight fives are like, okay, but they're not quite as balanced. Because <laughs> they have an odd number right. of cylinders. I just think it's so goofy, dude. The only, I think the reason they strayed away from straight sixes was because... The length. Yeah, the length. But that's that's the reason is the length. I don't see how that fucking matters though, right? Just make cars with long hoods. Yeah, but I don't know. It it, because because you have to make a bigger car to put it in. You have to make a longer car to put it in. So the longer the car, the more the weight. It was all fucking economy stuff. Of course, because it always is. Yeah, (laughs) and you can't really transverse mount a six cylinder inline six cylinder without making it yeah. fucking tiny we'll, we'll make this fucking hoe wide <laughs> start making thick boy cars just fucking dummy wide yeah but that's why four cylinders take take up so much of the transverse mounted like everything is because they're short they're balanced they're good motors they're proven to be good motors they still transverse mount some V6s because that's the width or the length of a three-cylinder. So it's technically you can fit it in there. But they that, that that's the whole thing is a lot of the stuff swapped to front-wheel drive. So you can't really transverse mount a six-cylinder without doing weird gearing shit to turn the transmission the other way. Right, like a um, what are they called? Uh, there's a name for what that is, right? Like a something that it, your transmission bolts up to that turns the drive shaft around or something, which would be oh fucking complicated. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's easier a, to just not use an inline six. Honestly. Yeah, it's easier to use a four cylinder, and that's why mm-hmm. six cylinder inline sixes dwindled so much is because. Oh, well, people started wanting front-wheel drive cars, so let's 
use the easiest option, which is a V6 or an inline four. I just, man, with Jeep, it made no sense. Oh, absolutely zero sense. Jeeps are made, like, oh. Jeeps are made to house a fucking inline six. They've always been well, an inline uh, six. And then all of a sudden they're stupid V6 and they're turds. Well, it's like there was nothing wrong with the inline six. It made more torque than the new V6 they put in on whenever they did the transition. Mm-hmm. And the new V6 they put in on was a fucking minivan motor. Yes. Like, why, dude? <laughs> who who in their right mind was like, yes, this. This. This, this off-road beast will make it a minivan. I'm like, dude. Yeah, but it, it's <sighs> like that 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 was the whole constraint of why inline sixes went downhill. But like, if you still want a front engine rear wheel drive, yeah, you can get an inline six. Fucking BMW still uses them, right? Because they're rear wheel drive, so they didn't have to have that long of a hood because the transmission always sat under the car, and so. If you look at a BMW, none of those hoods are super, super long. But... No, because it sits like halfway under the fucking car. Yeah. So. Which is annoying in its own way. Oh, yeah. You, you fucking, yeah. Back to the How Ford debacle even... of having to pull the fucking cab off to do anything. Right. It's like. You have to pull the cab off to cha- to, to work on the turbo. Because the turbo sits in the I think that's valley. what the guy was doing. He was, like, doing a reseal on the turbo. Yeah, no, the turbo sits in the valley of the fucking motor. All the way in the back. Yeah. Same on fucking Duramax, but Duramax doesn't sit as far back because they made the choice to have a longer hood. But you yep. still have to pull apart the entire top end of the motor to get the turbo out of a fucking Duramax. Yeah. And, right. like, I uh, think... Uh... In the earlier Duramaxes, you had to pull the valve covers to do injectors. Yes. Yes, you did. Because I've done it, and it's a pain in the ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> it can never be easy. But then, you start working on a Cummins, the turbo hangs off the side of the motor, like it's supposed to. inline six. Inline the six is so good. are off the side of the motor, like they're supposed to be. Are the Cummins cross-flow, or are they one side? One side. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Why? The exhaust and intake going in and out the same side. Oh, no, no, they're they're crossflow. They're crossflow. Okay. Because yeah, the the my brain went somewhere else with that. The the Jeeps are uh, the inline six AMCs, the four liters in Jeeps. They're they're not they're not crossflow. That's fucking. Hard. And it bugs the piss out of me. It's just because it's such an old design. Yeah. No. Like it's. The... I mean, it's an ancient fucking design. Yeah. No, the Cummins are crossflow. The Intake comes in the the driver's side. The exhaust goes out the passenger side. That's that's good. That's just a way better design. Yeah. Way more efficient. Way better for power. Well, yeah, flow everything. Your fucking intake air is not getting heated up by your fucking exhaust near as much. Well, and also you're not having to take the air, turn it completely 180, and drive it back out of the motor. Yeah, it flows across. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it. They're so much, and that's why inline motors are so so much so much more prevalent in like big trucks because they don't have the constraint of length because all of them have long ass fucking hoods. Well, I mean, the new ones don't really. 
Well, yeah, but there's still a big ass truck. Like most of the motor is still sitting out in front of the truck. Right. But no, I get what you like, mean. V8 big truck motors are very, very rare. I think Detroit's the last one that does a fucking V-style V8. Motor. Yeah. Yeah. And old Detroit's were super interesting because... Two-stroke, uh, boy. Yeah. So Two-stroke uh, diesel V8 and V6s, dude. Fucking they, sick. They were bonkers. But also, the super bonkers thing is... Uh, in an old Detroit big truck, you had to be really careful not to have it in gear and it let let it roll backwards. Because if it was in gear and it rolled oh. backwards, the motor <laughs> the motor will start backwards. fucking. The motor yeah. starts backwards. Uh-huh, yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy, right? Because two stroke, I mean, they'll run no matter what. Yeah, but the other crazy thing about it is. That's how a lot of guys clean their air filters in those trucks. <laughs> ah, that's fucking awesome, well, dude. Yeah, you just run the turn... bastard backwards and it blows air out the fucking intake. Yeah. <laughs> that's so fucking cool. Yeah, so you could just fucking clean your air filter by fucking rolling backwards downhill. Then you kill it and you start it and it starts normal and you're good. Big brain, dude. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy, actually though. actually fucking crazy. Because they smoked a hell of a lot when you started them backwards. And so oh, yeah, I'm sure. So much black smoke come out of an exo- or out of an intake is super weird. <laughs> You're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of not burnt fuel coming out of there. That's they, weird. They also sounded super fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. The old two-stroke big fucking V8 diesels. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. Just oh, running yeah. normally, they sounded fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. I love yeah, that shit. It, it's just crazy thinking about a fucking, like, 15-liter inline-six motor. Because those pistons are the size of my goddamn head. Oh, they're dinner plates, dude. They're huge. And they make so goddamn much torque. Oh, yeah, dude. That's and like so low. Pull a mountain down. Like, their peak torque number is at, like, 900 RPM. Right, and, like, and their max RPM is like eighteen hundred. It's so crazy. Yeah, and the amount of gearing they have in that shit. I think the big, the most you can have is like what thirty two. Uh, you know, like thirty two speed. Yeah, you can get up there, but the most common is like it's like a sixteen, isn't it? Oh, okay. Just Not cause... super well versed on big trucks. Yeah, no. It, it it's like anywhere from sixteen to twenty is fairly common. Because I do love me an old Peterbilt though, dude. Old oh. Peterbilt's fucking the long nose fucking Peterbilts. Oh, dude, Good old they look so fucking yes, dude. They're probably my favorite. Then the uh, like old Kenworths. I don't know. I like old the, Kenworths are pretty sick. The new Kenworth. I think it's the Kenworth Liberty. Is it a Ken? No. Is that the one that looks like a train? Yeah. He has the trainy looking front end. Yeah, those are fucking cool too. Yeah, I fucking like those. They're cool as shit. Yes, sir. Alright, but we uh we actually went a little over time. Look at Did we go. dude, it has not felt like it's been that long. Maybe it was that fucking long pee I took, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the long pee you took. <laughs> dude. Sometimes, man, I can I think I have a massive bladder because I can just sit there and pee for like 
a minute straight sometimes. That, that's Nick's ultimate insult is, oh, I got a bigger bladder than you. Yeah, baby bladder. <laughs> you baby bladder bitch. You, you pissy baby. <laughs> <laughs> you little amount of pissy baby. I bet it takes you like five seconds to take a leak. <laughs> what are you doing there? Fucking draining the garden snake? <laughs> I'm draining the fire hose in here. <laughs> no, it's still like a garden snake. It's just a, like a a really like really fucking like uh what is it? Waterlogged garden snake. <laughs> oh fuck. You got a water moccasin. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Bastard just swimming. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. Well, uh, you can listen to us uh, anywhere you find podcasts. Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, uh, YouTube. I hit all of them right. I think so. RSS. Literally most every, like, podcast platform. Pretty Don't much. forget about our Twitter, though. Fucking at Pointless Pods, dude. Yeah. Hit us up on there. Tell us. Bring Jeremy back, or I really like this fucking car podcast between Brandon and Nick because them two boys interesting as fuck. Yeah, give us some topic ideas too if you want. Yeah, I'm totally down for that. Because if it ever comes down to it, me and Nick's standby is just bullshit about cars. So if you don't like that, give us topics and we'll fucking talk about them. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Facts like. What the worst, like, uh, worst failures as far as car design goes and shit like that. We can actually get into, like, detail. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. down. But, but all right. I think next week we should be back to normal and having Jeremy back, which is great because I do not want to be the one recording another one of these because I fucked it up. So. Eh, it's okay. Yes. We aren't perfect. Nah, nobody's perfect, but I'm gonna work it. Hell yeah, dude! That was a great. That was actually a chill podcast this time. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But uh, until next time, keep listening, keep giving us ideas, and have a great fucking day. Yee.